Welcome to Docs in a Pod, presented by WellMed. Over the next half hour, Docs in a Pod will educate you about the health and wellness of adults everywhere. Co-hosts Dr. Tamika Perry and award-winning veteran broadcaster Ron Aaron will share information to improve your health and well-being. And now, here are Ron Aaron and Dr. Tamika Perry. Well, thank you so much for joining us today on the award-winning Docs in a Pod. We are on the radio, and we are also available on podcast. Docs in a Pod, presented by WellMed, is available wherever you get your podcasts. We're talking today about something that is truly important, not only for folks who are aging, but something you need to think about before you're aging. We're talking about building stronger bones. Dr. Tamika Perry, our co-host, is here. And Dr. Perry is an associate medical director at WellMed Medical Management. She also is at the WellMed at Redbird Square Clinic, located in Dallas, completed her master's degree at the University of North Texas Health Science Center in Fort Worth. Dr. Perry earned her medical degree at Philadelphia College of Osteopathic Medicine in Philadelphia. She earned her master's in public health from the University of North Texas. And Dr. Perry's undergraduate degree is from Prairie View A&M University. She's board certified in family medicine by the American Osteopathic Board of Family Medicine. And Dr. Perry loves traveling when she's not doing doctor stuff. Dr. Perry, strong bones, healthy minds. Do you see an issue with some of your patients where their bones aren't what they ought to be? And how do you know? I do. We do a test called a DEXA scan, and it'll tell me if the patients have osteoporosis or osteopenia which is pre-osteoporosis. Um, but I am interested to see what our guest has to say and how we could recognize it at home, what we can do to treat it, and where do we go from here? A great lead-in to introduce our special guest, Dr. Elisa Holland. She's a physician at Wellman at Bayside, located in Tampa, earned her medical degree from Florida State University in Tallahassee, completed her residency at Texas Health Presbyterian Hospital in Dallas. Dr. Holland's specialty is internal medicine, She's board certified in internal, in internal medicine, and in her free time, she enjoys cooking, that's nice, and snow skiing, something as the uh, world climate changes, there may be no snow left. So, Dr. Holland, get your skiing in now. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> Taking as many trips as I can. Well, thank you so much for joining us. For those who don't know, uh, Dr. Perry mentioned a couple of issues involving weaker bones. What are the issues people should worry about? Well, you mentioned earlier that as we bones deteriorate as we as we age, um, and so the issues we need to think about start from a very young age. Uh, our bones build until we're about thirty. That's the peak of our bone density, and they start to break down in our forties. Uh, nearly half of adults over fifty in the U.S. have weakened bones. So everything we can do, both in our younger years and as we age, all work together to keep our bones as strong as possible. Um, we, this, is, this is really important because hip fractures, spinal fractures are the most dangerous kinds of fractures and, and life-changing. They can really reduce quality of life. So these things that we'll talk about today will help prevent uh, complications like that. Now, when I was a kid growing up a lot of years ago, my folks used to say, now, Ronnie, drink your milk. You'll have strong bones. Can't we just drink more milk? It's a great question. 
our body's only capable of absorbing so much calcium at once. And, and that's what they were talking about. Your parents were talking about calcium and vitamin D. Both of those categories of nutrients are really important to help us keep our bones strong. If we don't get enough in our diet, then our body will take calcium from our bones. And so it is really important to get those uh, calcium-rich foods like milk or plant-based fortified milk. That counts too. And there are other foods that are high in calcium and vitamin D that can help. I'm a big believer in eating a lot of broccoli, which cures everything. <laughs> does broccoli have calcium? You bet it does. See, there you are. Eat more broccoli. Broccoli. So yep. Broccoli helps. You know, there's not a whole lot of foods that naturally have vitamin D in them, but some of the foods that do naturally have it without, and of course, we definitely want the fortified sources are fatty fishes, tuna, mackerel, sardines. Um, and, you know, a lot of this comes from when you eat those fish, they have the little bones in them. And so this is something very, very important for us to realize that if you're not a person who's out in the sun a lot, or if you're like myself and have a darker skin tone, and you're not making the vitamin D like you normally should, those are food sources that we really should start to look at. Absolutely. And th there are some other food sources that are great for vitamin D as well. And, and of course, it, it can be helpful to be in the sun, but we also need to take into account uh, our skin health and not Absolutely. getting too much exposure to UV rays. So there can be things like corn and rice, yeah. nuts and soy, and, and those foods also have mm -hmm. um, eggs even, all yeah. have uh, a lot of vitamin D to help. We'll pick this up in a moment, but I want to let folks know who may have just joined us. You're listening to the award-winning Docs in a Pod presented by WellMed. Our Docs in a Pod pro podcast is available wherever you get your podcasts. Some of you may be listening on podcast now or listening on the radio. Either way, we're delighted to have you with us on this program. Dr. Tamika Perry, our co-host, is with us, and we're talking with Dr. Elisa Holland, a physician at WellMed at Bayside in Tampa, talking about building stronger bones. And uh, Dr. Holland, uh, are we spending more time now uh, trying to educate uh, younger people about the importance of calcium, the importance of uh, getting the right vitamins to build strong bones and keep them? I sure hope so. I, I take care of patients 18 and older. And so my education to patients about healthy diet, uh, a colorful diet is what I call it, uh, and lots of exercise starts as soon as they become my patients. So this education for my patients start as early as age 18. And, and really the, the most we can do in years up to age 30 are the things that are going to set us up for success later. So these items that we're talking about today are important for everyone. And once your bones start leaking calcium and, and your bones begin to weaken, is that reversible? Can you just pop another special pill and fix it? That's a great question. Uh, there are things that we can do to help build bone strength, uh, and diet and exercise can help build bone strength. So it's important to make that point. This is not just prevention. It's also a treatment. Uh, there are also medications that can build bone strength. And of course, speaking with your doctor to create a personalized plan is always the best answer there. Uh, but there are medications. A lot of commercials out there, you might recognize some of the meds. Um, Fosamax and Boniva and these kinds of medications. There are some new and special injectable medications that are available. 
And a lot of those can help prevent deterioration or sometimes even build bone. And is loss of bone an equal opportunity problem, black, white, Asian, men and women? It's not, unfortunately, or fortunately for some. Uh, So females, I'll start there, females at four times risk of bone loss until about age 65 or 70. And then females and males start to lose bone at the same rate. That has to do with testosterone being a protective factor for men. But then at that point, they start to lose bone at the same rate at the age of 65 or 70. Uh, As far as race is concerned, white and Asian women are at higher risk and white men are at higher risk. So there are some race and gender uh, risk factors that are, you know, not within our control. There are plenty of risk factors that are within our control. Like? Such as uh, drinking alcohol. That can lead to, as a risk factor for bone loss, not getting enough of that calcium and vitamin D, not getting enough physical activity, smoking. These are all things that can contribute to bone loss. There are some wow. medical conditions and some medications that can do it too. I'm amazed that people still smoke. I, I, sit, I used to smoke. I quit in 1976. I don't understand why people smoke, other than it's incredibly addictive. I think that that's got to be our only answer because that we have overwhelming data to show the the health complications that come from it and, and the benefits of stopping. Friends of mine tell me I'm at risk of getting decked because whenever I walk by somebody in a parking lot or at a doorway who's smoking, I will look at them and I say, you know, this could be the day you quit smoking. You and never know get... what's going to be the, the turning point for somebody. So, uh, you know, there's there is no such thing as recommending quitting smoking too much to a smoker. I think that that's a good thing that you do. Now, as you take a look at the at-risk populations, uh, what got you interested in bone and bone strength? Well, uh, so as an internist, and, and I'm sure Dr. Perry can agree too, as primary care, you know, we we talk about bone health and, and prevention uh, probably every single day, and Correct. this is a this is a big problem. Um, more than three million adults end up in ERs due to falls and and broken bones, and and this is something that we can do on an everyday basis to try and improve that number. That's a really important point because falls can be so deadly, and, and if your bone strength uh, is where it ought to be, and you fall, will you perhaps not break a hip? Yes, it is possible. If your bone strength is, there's a dense network of fibers inside of bones. And if you keep that dense network there, that's your bone density, the denser a bone is, the more resistant it is to a fracture if it takes some kind of impact. So someone with a normal normal bone strength takes a fall, there might not be a fracture. If somebody with osteoporosis takes a fall, There is a high chance that there's going to be a fracture. And again, those falls can be life-changing. Now, Dr. Perry mentioned something. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. Dr. Perry mentioned something called a DECA scan. What is that? A DEXA scan is is, kind of like an x-ray. It measures the amount of calcium in your bones. And so we've just talked about how important it is to get calcium. If we don't get good calcium in our diet, we'll pull it from our bones. So we have a test to identify how much calcium is in our bones. If you see a lot of calcium, you're going to have a a good number on your DEXA. 
If you don't see much calcium indicating osteoporosis, then that score is going to go down and down and down. And as you get that score, is that something that uh, you ought to ask your PCP to do every year or so? I, I, hey, I need a DEXA scan. There does come a time where bone loss becomes more common and we are more at risk of it. I hadn't mentioned this yet. Age is also a risk factor for osteoporosis. And so as these risk factors start to build and you're visiting with your primary care often enough, uh, he or she will review those risk factors and make a decision on when to start screening for osteoporosis for you. And so sometimes that'll start uh, after menopause or sometimes it'll start around age 65. But it's definitely worth that discussion with your doctor about when it's the right time for you. Cool. We're going to come right back to this. I'm Ron Aaron. You're listening to the award-winning Docs in a Pod, our podcast available wherever you get your podcasts. Our co-host, Dr. Tamika Perry, is with us. And our guest from Wellman at Bayside in Tampa, Florida, Dr. Elisa Holland, is with us as well. You're listening to Docs in a Pod. Turning 65, it's time for an important choice, deciding what Medicare coverage is best for you. WellMed can help. When you become a WellMed patient, you can connect our primary care with a Medicare Advantage plan. WellMed doctors and care teams spend quality time with you, listening and learning about your health. WellMed and a Medicare Advantage plan could be right for you. Choose WellMed. Learn more at 866-433-5048. That's 866-433-5048. Thank you so much for being with us right here on the award-winning Docs in a Pod. I'm Ron Aaron, our podcast available wherever you get your podcast. Our co-host, Dr. Tamika Perry, is with us. She's at Redbird in Dallas. And our special guest, Dr. Elisa Holland, is at Wellman at Bayside in Tampa. We're talking about building stronger bones. And I want to come back to something we were talking about a moment ago. And you mentioned, Dr. Holland, the incredible number of mostly seniors who fall every year, three million or more. And what people may not realize, if you fall and break a hip and you end up in the hospital, you have a 50% chance of never coming out alive. It's unfortunate and true. Uh, it, is, it is a catastrophic event to have a hip fracture. You're, Why? Why? Well, yeah, that's a great question. There are just so many complications that are possible not only from the hospitalization and an unforeseen orthopedic surgery as significant as a hip fracture repair to the weakness that develops as somebody is rehabilitating from their hip fracture, hmm. poor nutrition that can develop after the fact, little complications with uh, blood pressure or inactivity, muscle weakness, all of that can happen as you're recuperating. So the fall is not the only problem. It is the recuperation from that. And, and the hope is that you get out on the other side um, relatively unscathed, but that is usually not the case. So anything so that we can do to prevent that, we want. It's a cataclysmic triggering event for all those other cascading problems. Absolutely. Wow. And it's just a, it's a flip of the coin. So like Dr. Holland said, it's a 50% chance. So, you know, your beloved puppy gets in between your legs, you fall down, right? Because this happens a lot with my seniors, their pets love them so much, they get excited and the pet kind of trips them up, they fall, 
sustain a fracture and you flip a coin. Am I going to come out of the hospital or not? Am wow. I going to get an infection? Is it going to be a complication for this hardware that they have to put into my hip? I mean, what is, what is, am I going to lose so much weight called protein calorie malnutrition that impairs my ability to heal properly? It's just, we don't want to go down that pathway at all. So, hey, you mentioned something we haven't talked about before, protein calorie malnutrition. Mm-hmm. So that's like when seniors go into a hospital or a skilled nursing facility, any long term situation where they're not at home and you're debilitated, where you're not moving, you will start to lose weight and you'll start to lose lean body muscle mass. That in itself impairs your ability to, to heal properly. We do not want to go down that cascade if we can help it. Not at all. And Dr. Holland, when you see a patient go in uh, the hospital with a hip fracture, Uh, It it must be pretty traumatic for you as well to think about. Of course, you know, my patients, I've taken care of them for a very long time. I've been with the same practice for 10 years, my entire career. And so I have patients that I've been with since I got out of residency. and, And to know that this kind of problem is largely preventable and then to see it happen and unfortunately to see complications come from it and sometimes loss of life out of that is is heartbreaking. And when you fall, you can break not only a hip, you can break a shoulder, right? You can break Got an it. elbow. You can you can damage all kinds of body parts. You can sustain a skull fracture. Yeah, these are all things that it could be catastrophic. And you don't want to have a get a skull fracture, have a hemorrhagic stroke. You don't want to have a bleed in your brain because you fell down. And Dr. Holland and I want to stress the importance of diet. <laughs> exercise, going to your PCP on a regular and consistent basis so we can identify and prescribe a plan that's appropriate for you. Dr. Holland, why don't you tell us about the importance of weight bearing and strength training type exercises with bone health? Oh, I'll be happy to. Um, So (laughs) exercise has the ability to strengthen bones. Um, There are a couple of different kinds of exercise that are particularly useful uh, for bone strength, but I I should say that nearly every exercise would help build stamina and strength and that prevents falls. So it's almost hard to do a wrong exercise with regard to preventing falls. But there are some exercises that are ideal, if you will. Um, Let me throw out the term weight bearing exercise. Some people might have heard this term and think they've got to be pumping iron in a gym. and, And I quickly uh, correct and and debunk the myth and say that weight-bearing exercise is not lifting weights. Weight-bearing exercise is simply doing an exercise on your feet where gravity is pulling against your weight and the weight you're supporting is your own. You can be walking, you can be running, you can be on a stair stepper, anything where you're on your feet is going to be considered weight-bearing exercise. You make a valid point. A lot of my patients get so nervous and they say, I don't want to look like Arnold Schwarzenegger in his heyday. And I tell my 82 year old, I promise that's not going to happen. Yeah, you tell <laughs> them you're not at risk. <laughs> right. You're, you're OK. <laughs> you're, you're still going to have your girly physique. You know, you're not going to look that way. But we need you to do these to make sure your bones are, are strong and to make sure that you're safe. The other kind of exercise that can be really helpful is something called resistance exercises. Mm -hmm. And resistance exercises help by having the muscle pull on the bones just a little bit. But in doing that, the bones strengthen. 
And so resistance exercises, you know, there are resistance bands that are out there that makes a big difference. Um, and, and I'll also say there are things like Tai Chi and yoga that help with balance. And again, there we talk about that stamina uh, for fall prevention. It all makes a difference. And one thing that I've learned doing this show and others over the years, uh, which is pretty scary, once you've fallen, the odds are you will fall again. Unfortunate and true. So everything that we can do to prevent it the first time, think of it like an insurance policy. You do these things hoping you're never going to need to cash in on that policy. Uh, but if you do, you're going to be real glad that you did these things. And Dr. Now, yeah. Hall, Go ahead, no, Dr. She, Perry. I, I wanted to mention that her Tai Chi and like yoga classes these make a big difference. They help strengthen your core. They make you more stable. There's a senior center attached to my clinic. And once every other month, I'll go next door for help. And I put that in air quotes with the senior yoga class. Most of the time they're helping me because they do it on a weekly basis. And my core strength isn't where it's supposed to be. And so um, a lot of my seniors, they, they graduate from chair yoga to getting their mats up and down off the floor safely, regular and consistently, they're at lower risk of falling probably than I am. So th these type of classes are very important. How do you learn to get back up if you are on the floor? That's something that many seniors especially find to be a real challenge, Dr. Holland. And uh, the, the fear of falling keeps many of them from doing things that would require them to be on the floor. That really is such a good question. I'm, I'm going to go back to exactly the point that Dr. Perry just suggested or just made, which is making sure that your muscles are strong enough to get you off the floor. And, and unfortunately, I have seen circumstances where somebody falls in an unsupervised situation and cannot, cannot get up, period. They can't get up. And so it is making sure that your that your muscles are strong, that you are able to get yourself over to a, a piece of furniture, help get yourself up off the floor, call for help, you know, assistive devices that help you call for help immediately, of course, are, are useful in circumstances like that. But I do recognize not everybody has one, but we all have the ability to build our muscle strength. My Apple Watch will do that. In fact, when I have three little kids and when they were playing, and all of a sudden, my watch goes off and says, we're detecting you have fallen. Should we call an emergency 911? And oh, I told my I'm, watch, hey, I'm okay. I love it. I love it. Um, it's just like that old commercial, I've fallen and I can't get up. Exactly. You know, we, we may giggle a little bit at those commercials, but those devices serve a wonderful purpose okay. and they save a lot of lives. As you talk about nutrition, I want to come back to that, Dr. Holland and Dr. Perry, because uh, we kind of ran through a bunch of foods. Let, let's come back and focus on it, uh, because what you said, Dr. Holland, you recommend a colorful diet. And I'm thinking in the refrigerator right next to me, I've got some large red peppers, for example, uh, and, and lots of variety of, of different vegetables. Is that what you're referring to? That is exactly what I'm referring to, a diet that has a lot of color, a lot of fruits, a lot of veggies. Um, you know, we, we go for the, the reds and the oranges and the yellows. And in this particular situation, we want to focus on the greens like broccoli, yeah. uh, <laughs> but also, you know, foods like uh, bok choy. You know, bok choy has a lot of calcium. Interestingly, I should make a note that spinach 
actually blocks calcium. So although spinach is great for some things like iron and B12, it, it is a little bit counterproductive with, re with regard to calcium. Which explains why Popeye is so disfigured. <laughs> that must be it. <laughs> I never oh. knew that about spinach. Yeah, yeah, it's interesting. And and so when we're having those discussions with our patients, uh, you know, and we talk about having a colorful diet, it really is a good idea to qualify if bone strength is a concern that they are, you know, taking into account, you know, w which vegetables um, and, and making sure they really are doing the right thing. And the intentions can be there, um, but they need the education too. And is this something uh, you can obviously surf the internet to get the information about it? And uh, can your PCP help you with that as well? What to cook and how to cook it? Absolutely. Yes. Well, we are flat out of time. And I want to thank you, Dr. Holland. Uh, before we let you go, for folks who are interested in getting more information about this, are there websites that you use and that you recommend? Uh, there are. Actually, I, I like uh, there's an Optum website that I use all of the time for education, and um, that's that's a great one to use. And the American um, Endocrinological Society has good resources to learn about bone strength and osteoporosis. Um, Perfect. Got to stop you there. And if you don't know how to spell endocrinology, ask your doctor. I'm Ron Aaron. <laughs> Thank you both for joining us. Right here, Endocrinology. I'm Doc Cinepod, the award-winning podcast presented by WellMed. Our special guest, Dr. Elisa Holland. As always, we love having you on. She's at Bayside, the WellMed Clinic in Tampa, and Dr. Tamika Perry at Redbird Square in Dallas, Texas. Have a great day, everybody. Yes. Thank you. Executive producers for Docs in a Pod are Dan Calderon and Leah Madrano. Our producer is Natalie Ibarra. Associate producer is Sharice Pendleton. Thank you for listening to Docs in a Pod presented by WellMed. We welcome your emails with suggestions and comments on this program at radio at wellmed.net. Be sure and listen next week to Docs in a Pod presented by WellMed. <laughs>